guys, welcome to Heart Talk Ministries, Bernadette Jones here. And today I actually want to talk to you guys about the importance of leadership. Um, not specifically from a leadership standpoint, but from a follower standpoint, because the leaders that you have in your life, spiritual leaders are important. They are so important. And I say that because if we look at the story of when Moses sent out the 12 spies, now I know if you've been in church for a while, you know the story. For those who don't, um, you can actually read it in Numbers chapter 13, but I'm going to give a brief overview of it. But if you want the details, you can read it in Numbers chapter 13. So the children of Israel were in slavery in Egypt. So God delivered them and said, they have a promised land, promised land, promised land land. I want you to keep that in mind. The land was promised to them. So and we know God does not lie. So it was promised to them. So the Lord tells Moses, send out spies to spy out the land. He sends out 12 spies to spy, spy out. Oh my gosh, spy out <laughs> the land. And it's a land flowing with milk and honey. So an abundance, it's flowing with milk and honey. So he sends out these 12 spies. And they see the land, they see the fruit, like it's huge, it looks good, and they bring it back to the camp. And when they come back, they say, yes, the land is good, it's great, it's it's wonderful. But 10 of them say, we can't do it. There's giants in the land, we're grasshoppers in their eyes. No, we can't do it. And two of them, Joshua and Caleb, are like, we can do it, we can do it, we can possess the land, let's go, God's giving it to us, let's go do it. But the congregation, and I believe it says, actually the word congregation, goes with the 10 of we can't do it, we can't do it, we can't do it, we can't do it. And God says that the 10 came back with an evil report. Well, why is it an evil report? It's an evil report because it goes against what God said. Remember, God promised the land to them. Promised. And they're saying, we can't do it. Because they were looking at it in their own strength. These were the leaders. These were not the people of the congregation. These were the leaders. And the congregation followed behind their leader and said, nope, 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 nope. But they followed behind the wrong leaders. They followed behind the ones who were in fear, the ones who were going against what God said. Now, Joshua and Caleb were able to eventually go into the promised land because they said, we can do it. God is with us. He's given us this. We can possess it, which means you have to go get it. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Because here's the thing. You don't think God knew that there were giants in the land. Like you think that was a shock to him? Like he didn't know. But the point of it is, if they had been like, okay, God promised this land to us, we're able to possess it. Because God is on our side. Now keep in mind, they had just seen, you saw him drown the Egyptian army that was after you. But you don't think God is able to give you the land that he promised? And this is just the Old Testament. This is just one example in the Old Testament. So how does that relate to now? Okay. When you have a leader, a spiritual leader, who is not agreeing with what God says, for example, let's take fear. That's a huge one that's going on. Who say do it in fear it's normal to have fear fear is normal feels not fierce you know natural it's natural in your flesh but as a child of god the word clearly tells us do not fear do not be afraid over and 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 over again do not worry cast your cares on it like we're 
constantly told not to fear. Even says God has not given us a spirit of fear. So we know fear is not from God. So when you're listening to a leader that's going opposite of what God says and you're following that, it is going to cost you because nobody who followed the 10, nobody, I think it was over the age of 20, entered the promised land. They all died in the wilderness. And a lot of that was mumbling and complaining too. But they agreed with that evil report that, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. Joshua and Caleb, the only two names we remember, because all 12 names are listed, but the only two that we know about, that people remember, are Joshua and Caleb, the two of faith. And of course, you know, their households received the promise and were able to walk into the promised land. But it cost everybody else who listened to leaders who were speaking against what God says. So you want to make sure who you're listening to, no matter how good it sounds, doesn't line up with the word because it's going to cost you a promise if they're saying something against God's words. It's going to cost you and it could cost you your life or it could delay your promise. Joshua and Caleb were in faith, completely saying we could do it, but everybody else had to die first. So they had to wait until everybody else died before they could go. And granted, they still had the strength and everything to go into the land and possess it. I believe Caleb was about 80 at the time. But still, let's go do it. Got everything, you know, that God had, had promised. But we want to make sure who we're listening to, who we're following, is teaching the truth of the word. They are saying what God says. They're not talking against it. No matter how good it sounds, you want to make sure, does this line up with the word? Because if you're, and again, I want to talk about fear on this one. Because people want to say, oh, fear is normal, fear is natural, da, 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 and whatever else they're saying. But fear is clearly not of God. And when you fear after God says not to fear, you're in sin. We don't talk about that aspect of it. When you do something God tells you not to do, you're in sin. So we need to repent. Um, but fear is a spirit, so a spirit needs to be cast out. But if we also look at Job, we all know what happened to Job. And a lot of people say, well, God did all this other. No. Job 325. Job says, the thing I greatly feared came upon me. So Job opened the door through fear. Job had no idea. Satan. He, he had no idea. So he's looking at it from the looking at it from the perspective of I only know about God, so I'm blaming God for all of this because the only person I know about is God. We in the as New Testament believers, we know there's a devil. We know he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Those are his three traits: steal, kill, and destroy. So when you're seeing any of those, those are characteristics of the devil. Jesus came. Jesus said that he came so we can have life and life more abundantly. Still kill and destroy are not anywhere in life. You can't have life and death. They can't coexist. But we want to make sure who we're listening to is someone who is teaching the truth of the word. What they say lines up with the word. Because again, Job 3.25, the thing I greatly feared came upon me. So when we fear, we're opening the door to Satan to bring our fears about whatever that is and it can be if we fear for someone else we can open the door for that to happen 
it doesn't matter. As long as there's an open door to Satan, he will come in and he will take over. And it's going to cost you some, some things. It can cost you your health. It can cost you your life. It can cost you, not can, will cost you the promise that God has for you. Just like he did the children of Israel. We can read that story as a warning. To be like, okay, who am I listening to? Who am I following? Let me make sure I'm following someone or listening to people who are teaching the truth of the word, who aren't speaking against what God says, who aren't, when God says, yes, you can do it, they're teaching, no, you can't. Or when God says, don't do something, they're teaching, go ahead and do it. It's normal, even though it goes against what God says. And so we want to make sure whoever you're listening to, whatever spiritual leader you're listening to, don't just take their word because they say it. Go back in your Bible and say, okay, does what they're saying line up with the word? Because you will hear people say, climb your mountains. Jesus said, talk to your mountain. He said, when you speak to the mountain, it will be removed and cast out into the sea with no evidence that it exists. And Jesus doesn't put mountains in your path. God doesn't put mountains in your path. He doesn't put a giant in your path. And then... Turn around and tell you to defeat the dead, like, and then turn around and tell you to defeat it? No, he doesn't do that. And my light just went out. But no, that's not what he does. That's not his nature, his character. <laughs> but that's not what he does. That's not who he is. That's not how he is. So you want to make sure whoever you're listening to, sorry guys, I'm going to mess with this for a minute. You want to make sure whoever you're listening to, um, what they're teaching lines up with the word because it is going to cost you. It can cost you your promise and it can cost you your life. So you want to make sure that you're listening to people who line up and who are teaching what God says and who aren't teaching against that. So, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Heart to Heart and we'll hope to see you next time.